Hey, so it's that time of year. Uh, what time do you mean? It's the time of year where I start carrying a rock around in my pocket. (laughs) Because what, what, why? Because if I hear Christmas music before Thanksgiving, then I can take the rock out of my pocket and I can throw it at them. It's my jingle bell rock. Oh, (laughs) it's going to be one of those episodes. Toddlers, welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prinz, where failure is always an option. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. It's good. You know what? It's good to be back. You know what? In, in, in front of the in front of the microphone, you know, got the good microphone, got the big computer, you know, in the studio, uh, Studio A here, uh, right? <laughs> um, yeah. No, this is... This is good. I mean, I mean, it was great. It was it was great being on assignment um, for for those couple of weeks. Uh, you know, I I appreciated being out uh, out of the house and and uh, producing content um, for the show. But uh, it's it's good to get back to the to the to the you know to what we're used to. You sound better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing the difference between uh between uh. A microphone and a headset and a uh, what looks a, to a be microphone, a microphone that's in the line, that in inline microphone in your little earphone microphone set thing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And a microphone that at least looks quasi professional. Yes. So it's. Uh, yeah. Is it is it worth <laughs> is it is it worth the money to buy the microphone? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Even. Even the $99 microphone. Yeah. Yes. I mean, this wasn't even 99. I think this was even less. So, uh, yeah, it's, there's a, there's a, there's a big difference. Right. Uh, and you know, I mean, listening back, if, if you remember one of the slogans on, uh, that red green, uh, used to say all the time was if the women can't find you handsome, at least let them find you handy. Yes. Um, right. Uh, if you, uh, if you can't deliver good content, at least make sure they can hear you clearly. (laughs) That was a terrible show, but it was crystal clear. (laughs) Every, every joke that didn't land heard it perfectly. Yeah. 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 I mean, that blame the audio quality. You can't blame (laughs) the audio quality. Did that break up? Nope. 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 I mean, no, no, we heard it. I mean, this oh, microphone yeah. is so good. It, it picks up every cricket sound after a punchline, which is great. Oh, I, uh, Hey, uh, so quick shout out here early in the podcast. I promised that I would do this. Uh, Riley Rossiter. We have a new listener this week. Riley Rossiter, who is 11. I had dinner with Riley and her mom tonight before we taped and 
we were having a discussion about the podcast and Riley promised that she would listen. And I promised that I would give Riley a shout out. So welcome to Riley. We'll try to keep it clean. How's that? <laughs> hey, Riley. <laughs> but based on the, based on our cold open, however, um, if we want to keep our content, um, you said Riley's 11. Yes. If, if we want to keep our content at, at an eleven year old level, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to raise it up a little bit, dude. <laughs> I, I zero days without a dad joke. Sorry, <laughs> it's kind of what I do. I don't do a whole lot, but I do do that. <laughs> did you did you book a guest this week? You were um, busy. You were on a plane. Yeah, uh, I was on a plane, and then uh, and then recovering from jet lag. And, uh, yeah, what was, sorry, what was I saying? Oh, recovering from jet lag. Yeah. It's a thing. Um, <laughs> you know, I believe that. I mean, the last time I made this trip was two years ago. I've made this trip quite often. And last, last time was two years ago. And, and I don't remember it being this bad. I'm sure that has nothing to do with me being two years older, but, Oh, wow. Um, you know, you don't, um, you don't fully appreciate your ability to, uh, withstand and recover from things when you're younger until, uh, that superpower goes away (laughs) and, and you literally feel like, oh, oh, I didn't have some sort of magic power other than not, than being not old. And now that's gone. And, and now I need to sleep. (laughs) I, uh, I can tell you every fall it gets harder and harder to get in shape to run up and down the basketball court (laughs) every fall huh didn't seem this bad last year and yet it was (laughs) and only this year it's worse well that's because don't every year don't they add an extra 10 feet onto the basketball courts it only feels like that oh no no, they don't no no no, they don't no they don't sorry i was trying to help you out no Hey coach, you uh you uh made the Ooh. gym bigger? No. Huh. Could have sworn. Hey ref, you want to try and make it across half court next trip? <laughs> huh, I'll get there. Huh. You know what? You know what? It's not that I'm it's not that I'm that I'm having a trouble with this. Uh have you have you watched a great podcast? It's talking to Todd Podcast. Talks a lot about uh international football and the referees on the side only go to half court. Uh, we're trying out something new here just to save wear and tear. It's a new mechanic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You must have missed uh, that. Did you miss that memo? Coach, do you not read the memos that the union sends out? <laughs> <sighs> All right. You know, that's going to be held against you at some point. That clip is going to be yeah. on YouTube with a video yep. of you blowing a call. And then this is going to be there and it's going to be a whole thing. And yeah. Anyway, uh, before we, but that'll, that'll eventually be follow up or, or feedback, <laughs> but for this week, what do we have for follow up and feedback? Well, toddler number one hasn't listened yet. Lucas was home for the weekend for fall break and we spent the weekend doing all kinds of stuff. We went and saw the new bond movie. So we'll touch on that a little later in the show. Um, so, but we had a whole bunch of stuff going on this weekend and toddler number one hasn't had a chance to listen. So no feedback. Okay. You know what? We're clean. We'll call it that. We we're, are we're, we're yep. clean. Yep. 
nothing to clean up there. We're good. Nope. Um, I didn't hear anything from toddler negative 18. So we may need to send out the rescue cow yep. to check on her. Yeah. I'm a little worried. Deploy the cow. Send in the cows. <laughs> Where are the cows? That was a previous episode. Oh, remember where they were asking, where is the cow? <laughs> but that's, we, we've already covered that one. <laughs> Swallow <laughs> spit take. <laughs> oh, Sherry ran another race this weekend. Hey, wow. Okay. Good. Good, good job. Well, ran and biked and swam in San Diego. I have to tell you the pictures of her in San Diego. She looks much happier. My guess is she didn't lose anything along the way. Yeah, but even if you did, like, if you're going to be swimming, biking, and running in the fall, and your choices were Madison, Wisconsin, and San Diego, even if bad stuff happens to you in San Diego, you can go, you know what? That was bad. But at least I'm not in Madison. (laughs) I did not see whether or not she used our water bottle. Oh, okay. Yep. Maybe we can get a report if, if, I mean, again, like last week you said Lindsay was an occasional toddler. Yes. I think Sherry is also kind of an occasional toddler. So um, we'll we'll see if we can get some feedback on that. I mean, between the work and the PhD, the full-time job and the training for triathlons, she, I can't get this show in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and her murder podcasts, because she's got to get those in. Yeah. Well, those are important. I mean, those mysteries won't solve themselves. If we could throw in a little bit of murder mystery in talking to Todd here, I think we could, we could really expand our audience. Yeah. But then we're going to have to do that. So I had to ask myself, was this just a coincidence? Or could this be a sign of something bigger? I had to find out. And the only way to find out was to go to the farm and talk to the people that had seen it. Something like that? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody likes it. You know, I'm not saying I'm going to do this, but we could, if we could do a little bit of work ahead of time, we could do the exact same content we normally do, but we just present it as if it was a just present it as if it was a murder podcast. Just as a very you, much, you sounds, sounds a lot like an NPR show. I'm sorry. You lost me when you said we had to do work ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you glaze over. Yeah. Like, hey, 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 oh, that's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> so who were the idiots of the week and why were they idiots? These are all questions that we needed to find out. Why was the 11 year old listening to the podcast? These questions needed to be answered. And didn't it seem odd that they had dinner right before the taping of the podcast? And note that he said taping, and yet no tape is involved. Why would he use that terminology? Was this a clue? It very well could be. Stay tuned for our next episode where we discuss what does it mean to tape an episode? I, I'm just assuming that's the way they go because I don't listen to murder podcasts. Sorry. I don't even know what that is. I have no idea what, yeah. what it, I do. We're, we're making this up. Well, 
normally we do, but I mean, we're way, way beyond. I mean, there's, there is a large area of stuff that we're comfortable making stuff up on. And now we've gone way beyond that. I can guarantee you at this point, if I'm in the car with my wife and I look over at her right now, she's making the, okay, let's wrap this little segment on and move (laughs) on to the next thing. She's making that motion right now with her hand. Here she is. I can see her doing it right now. Just, just move it along. There you go. Yep. Move it along. You're done. Aren't you? Are you done? Was she moving me along because she didn't find it funny or was she hiding something? Was the reality something else entirely? I don't know why everything's a question. Again, I don't listen to this stuff, but it feels right. It just feels good to do that. (laughs) I stepped into the tech corner realizing it wasn't a corner and it was barely about tech. These questions needed to be answered. Tune in next week for on season two, we tackle, <laughs> sorry. Anyway, we better stop. We gotta get going. We got to get going. I'm definitely, I'm definitely getting the move it along finger right now. That's well, not that, the Eli Manning finger. I was going to say, that's not the Eli, Eli Manning no, finger. It is, now it is. Oh, now, now, now it's the Eli Manning yeah. finger. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's what it yeah. is. How many, how many minutes too long did that go on for? Two. <laughs> How many minutes too long? All right. Anyway, oh. sorry. Did you say corrections? Um, actually, did we have any corrections? Do we have anything no. we needed to clean up? <laughs> I don't believe so. Did oh. you? Oh, go ahead. Oh, we have some. No, we have some follow up though. We we do have some follow up before. Oh, do you have a correction? Maybe. Sorry. Give me a half a second. Thank God for the editing out the uh, dead air. Well. Okay, so it's not a correction. This, I guess, this is also a follow up. So, did you post any videos of you and Lisa riding trains? Because we talked about it and we talked around it, and you rode trains in the rain, which I actually thought was a country song, but it wasn't. <laughs> no. But did you post any it, videos? So, first of all, there's going to be no songs about public transport in uh, country songs. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, besides that. <laughs> Um, socialist, <laughs> dangerously close to the other podcast. Go ahead. Uh, no, I did not. I did not post any. Uh, I, there, there, there have been no videos posted of of writing of the of the trains. So, um, okay, yeah. yeah. Part of the problem was is I mean, I, I the people who do these videos, right? They they're they're able to tell you like, oh, hey, here comes a sprinter train, right? And this thing was originally released and. And then, by the way, this line that goes from uh, from Barrow all the way up to Carlisle, right? It's it's going through. Boy, f- interesting fact here about this town. And this stop was a stop, and then it wasn't, and everything else. And what I came up with is, so the train's yellow, and it's got seats. And this is where we get on. <laughs> so I didn't have quite you, as in depth. There is, <laughs> yeah. there is absolutely nothing <laughs> stopping you. From making stuff up about where this train has been or where it's going. If you say it in a sincere tone, talking to Todd train tours, coming to a YouTube channel near you. Here's the problem. You do that in person. You you pay people (laughs) and you do that in person. The odds that somebody is on the train who's going to correct you is pretty low. If you put that on YouTube the train people will come for you. 
they, they will. <laughs> they, the train people, like in, the, I'm using air quotes, the train people. Yes. Yeah. No, <laughs> the train people. Well, the, uh, what, 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 let's see, what would you get? Like, what would be the name of one of those videos? Uh, uh, brutally honest review of talking to Todd trains. So I watched this video and, uh, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. And I'm going to take the next 35 minutes and break it down section by section. So first of all, that isn't a yellow train, right? That is a English gold train. And you're like, oh my goodness, right? Oh, although, you know, to the point of that, I mean, I wouldn't want to use my real name, but that could be fun. Like, oh, the name of the title could be, um, the, the provoke channel specifically putting unimportant, unimportant, stupid information, not, not important, stupid information. Don't do that. Don't, don't, we got enough of that unimportant stupid information in youtube videos designed to provoke people who care very deeply about a very small subject to lose their mind here's here's the thing though your train video yeah would have like 35 views and the takedown of your train video would have 1.2 million views yeah that's a bad monetization strategy for me isn't it yeah yeah you better be getting credit for every one of his hits i'm just saying yeah what i need to do is copyright it and put a thing about no reference without the express written consent of a commissioner and then when he refers to anything stupid that i say excuse me that's a violation uh let's see other follow-up um so we got we we got the endowment donation from the highs from toddler 3187 and number 17. Yes. Yes. We, we didn't ever really identify how that endowment needs to be recognized. So we probably ought to add, I mean, I know I've already got enough things that I say at the end of this podcast already. Maybe we can cut something out, maybe a little live editing, but do you have any ideas how how we ought to recognize them? Because they really ought to be recognized. How do you recognize a country? Little Robin Williams drop in there. Well, you know, if if this was again, if this was like a PBS show, right at the end of it, the person would come on and say, "Support for this program has been provided by the Greg and Sherry High Foundation," or something like that, right? But, Brought to you by, yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, uh. <laughs> I mean, which, which may, which, well, okay. So when you said that with that twang, with Kenny Maine, that's Kenny Maine. Yeah. Well, what you just made me think of was, and if this was in NASCAR, every time we, every time we made a comment about, oh, that'll be fixed in the edit. Um, you're just going to, I, I just have to thank the Greg and Sherry high edit, uh, uh, editing, uh, option to take care of that and make us sound good. Um, so we just refer to it every time we refer to the, to editing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, we probably uh, can't call it a foundation if they don't have one that, that feels the, the, the 1731 87 editor was running real good this afternoon. I, I, it was a humming. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We had that. We were, we were cutting and pasting. We had that 3187 cutting and pasting like nobody's business. The 17 section was fantastic. I, we couldn't get enough support out of them. We really appreciate all their work. 
And shoot, you know, I just I just feel terrible. I left that whole f- 15 minutes of boring crap in about a murder podcast, but you know, I hate to let down my sponsors that way. Um, I mean, they, they pay good money for this and you know what? That's on me, not on them. Uh, that's, uh, you know what they, they, you know, they're good. They're good. They're good. They're good members of the team. And we just, you know, we got to do better. They're, they're good people. They're yeah. Great. They are. Yeah. We should probably come up with something. Um, oh, or, or, okay. All right. We'll or, take sort of the PBS okay. thing a little bit. Um, but <clears throat> editing of this podcast is supported by the, uh, uh editing of this podcast is made possible through the generous support. <laughs> I knew it was in there somewhere. I've watched enough PBS in my life. Editing of this podcast made possible by the Greg and Sherry High Foundation. By the generous support. Of, by of the generous support. support. There you go. The Greg there, and there Sherry High there Foundation. Yes, yeah. but it's a dollar a piece. Is it really generous? How much else have we received? fair that's that, it's a that, thousand it's a thousand percent more than we've received from anybody else i'm looking at you toddlers <laughs> yeah so what i'm saying is like we've we've both dumped a ton of money into this so that is generous so yes I, that's, it, that's fair yes that's and, fair. and i mean any anybody who anybody who sponsors any portion of this podcast is being pretty generous <laughs> Oh, I mean, we okay, got to be careful though, on, because I'll work on that. Because I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, the other the other thing we should probably do at the end of that is uh, 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 time uh, time for the recording of talking to Todd is made possible through the generous support of Amy and Lisa putting up with this nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ain't that the truth? <sighs> All right, what else we got here? Uh, Lucas did sign a lease. Oh, okay. Did he use our checklist? I think he did. Well, I'm going to guess he didn't, only because we talked about this a week ago, and if he used the full checklist, he would still be going through it. <laughs> <laughs> did you listen to the podcast? I don't listen to this podcast. Hey, uh, I got a got a weird text from Lucas. He said, uh, "I'm at Home Depot tool rental. What measures the water pressure of a sink drain?" I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's supposed to be between ten and fifteen. What's the units on that? Nobody knows. Just I don't. <laughs> Can I check out a stimp meter? That's not this. <laughs> that joke's for Dan Hens. Like, there you go. <laughs> okay, it's like. I don't know. There, there might be three or four people that listen to this podcast that know what a stimp meter is. I don't know. If you know what a stimp meter is, Doug, Doug probably knows what a stimp meter is. Uh, yeah, there we are. Anything else? We got this, anything else this, we need to? This, uh, this highly specific esoteric joke is brought to you by the generous support of uh, <laughs> DJ to go, your five star <laughs> Cedar Valley DJ. Wait, wait, wait. Are they your four star? I've heard DJ? they're five. No, I've heard they're five. Roar, word fair. on the street. They're the five star. Word on the street. Yeah. To your mother? No, no, no. On the <laughs> no, street. This is different. Yeah, on the street. Oh. So there was some probably, Apple we news. Probably, Can we, we say we should probably move on to some content because we're halfway through the show. This is not good. <laughs> um, 
little, can we dive into tech corner real quick? Sure. Yep. We can the, do that. There, there was a non-announcement announcement today about the new Macs coming out that Amy was interested in. Well, there was an announcement that there will be an announcement. <laughs> yes. So today was the announcement yeah. that on Monday there will be an announcement. Um, that we assume to be either if you look at it it's it's sort of like a thing flying through a star field so either apple is going to introduce new macbook pros at least that everybody's expecting on monday or they've bought the rights to star trek i'm not like it's not or i mean it could be both they got a lot of money so um when we talked about on the previous episode between between when I said tomorrow and later, and you said you'd take the over, I'm pretty sure you should have taken the under on that. Because this wasn't a whole lot later. It wasn't, it I wasn't mean, much later. It was later, but it not much. Absolutely later, but not much later. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I also got an emergency update. Apple okay. does, I, we, you know, we never used to get emergency updates on Apple stuff. And now there've been like four times as many emergency updates in the last two months than I had maybe in the two years prior. Um, are you on iOS 15? Point oh point two. Yes. Yeah. So what, what I would say is the previous two before iOS 15 came out, I would consider those emergency updates. Um, because those were uh, people could do really, really bad things to your phone without you knowing about it. These two are just quick software updates to fix some stuff that was broken well, with security updates combined. Yeah. Oh, one was was fixing stuff that was broken. Yeah. The two, the note that I got on two was people can do bad stuff to your phone behind the scenes. Go get the update today. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, breaking, breaking news here for Todd here on talking to Todd. I mean, yeah. I I just assume uh, as soon as as soon as I as soon as I see it, I hit apply, and then while it's applying, I go, huh? Wonder what that's going to fix now. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if I could click. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Is this important? Yep. Yeah, and done. Again. But you're first, a pillar of re- <laughs> you're a pillar of restraint. You know, I, I just look at it as I'm testing the software so you don't have to. <laughs> and we appreciate that. You keep right on testing. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of testing, how many times did you get tested in the last two weeks? Oh, you know, uh, I mean, it was only it was only three. So. Oh, that's way less. At one point, you were talking about like nine or ten tests. There was to five get or into s- the country, get out of the country, get on the boat, get off the boat, get on the boat, get off the boat again, then yeah, get on was- the plane, and then get <laughs> off the plane. Yeah, there was at one point when a cruise was going to be involved. There was significantly more testing going to be involved because there were multiple countries and boats and ships and uh, all of that. Uh, by eliminating we, the cruise, we, we eliminated some uncertainty, and we uh, we also eliminated a number of intimate moments with long Q-tips. We didn't do that much testing in advanced biology, and we did a ton of testing <laughs> in advanced biology. Yeah. Anybody yeah. who was in advanced biology with us remembers this. Yeah, I I will say, 
Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this. Did you in. carry a dead cat around for your entire? T- <laughs> Sorry, never mind. Uh, I will say, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put a bracket here for a second. Uh, I I may need you to edit this out. Uh, cause I gotta, I gotta go check with Lisa after I get done telling this story to find out if this is a tellable story or not, but I'll put it in here so we can leave it in if need be. Um, Lisa, Lisa went and got another, uh, got another test today and she pointed out that she's had so many COVID tests now that when the person put the, uh, swab up her nose, uh, she knew he was doing it wrong because it wasn't in the right position. <laughs> and he, he, he didn't didn't put it in far enough, and and so she's having to like. Uh, I'm not sure this is the proper procedure. Um, yeah. So <laughs> when when you've had enough of them to be able to say, you know, I don't think you're doing the testing right. Um, on the other hand, good news that site hasn't had a COVID case in weeks. So, <laughs> or the two dozen times she's been tested before were wrong. But I'm betting that that's not the case. <laughs> just just throwing sad- that out. Just by some sadistic people who are like, if my day's going to suck doing this, your day's going to suck. Yeah, could be that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, hey, by the way, before we leave Tech Corner, one other, this is a follow-up from, this is Tech, and this is also a follow-up from the the trip, the on the assignment trip. One yes. of the things that iOS 15 gives you is yes. the weather app. App. I, I don't know if you ever used Dark Sky um, previously, which is a weather app that also would give you like a hyper local forecast to tell you specifically, hey, it's going to rain in the next 10 minutes or rain's going to be stopping in the next 10, 10 minutes. So Apple yes. bought them a while ago and they've now integrated it into the weather app. And so now with iOS 15, you can get um, rain notifications. And if you have the notifications, you can get them on your phone and you can also get them on your watch. So your watch keeps tapping you and saying, hey, 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 it's going to rain. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, in five so, minutes. Yeah. So I turned that on. Uh-huh. And I thought, sure, because I live in a place that doesn't rain. So if if it's going to rain, I kind of want to know about it. And I may have mentioned when it went when we went to england especially the lake district it rained a lot like i think the word i used on this podcast was biblical but what it didn't do is rain continuously it would come in and then it would stop for five minutes and then it would come in and then it would stop for 10 minutes and it would come in and then it would stop for 30 minutes and then it would come in I ran my watch down. The battery ran down between it telling you rain's rain rain starting in five minutes, rain stopping in three minutes, rain starting in six minutes, rain stopping in ten minutes, rain starting in eleven minutes. The watch basically spent the entire week just going, "Hey, hey, hey, something's coming, something's stopping." <laughs> I should turn that off. And then I thought, or I just go back home, where this thing's only going to fire off like three times a year. So anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying, if you live in a place that gets precipitation, be very thoughtful about the rain notification because it will tell you. So anyway, helpful. That's handy. Yeah. Yeah. See, there you yeah. go. That's the more, you know, yeah. <laughs> CBS cares. All right. What else? What else we got this week? Well, let's, uh, let's clean up anything else that you got left over. What'd you bring back? What did you bring back from England? <laughs> well, 
in in an effort to continually to 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 show the value of why we need to write that trip off. Yes, there's even more content. Um, Yay! One of the pictures. So I did not take this picture, but I realize now I I should have. It was actually two pictures. So one of the places we went on the northwest coast of England is a town called Blackpool, and Blackpool in the fifties uh, and sixties. It's a resort town. It's, it's on the Irish sea. It's got a beach made of rocks. Um, I mean, beach, but, um, that's, that's a coast. That's not a beach, but okay. Yeah. Um, it's got piers. It has an amusement park. It has tons of guest houses and hotels. And for decades, it was where people, when people didn't, you know, after the war and they didn't go to Europe for reasons for vacation, you stayed in England, you would go, you would go to Blackpool. And so Lisa's mom went to Blackpool every year. It was their big vacation. It was an hour. Now it's an hour away by motor, by the motorway. But she, you know, Lisa's mom would talk about how it took like four, four hours to get there. And then they were there for the week. So we go there and we see it. I will say it's run down. Um, kind of, you know, cat skills kind of thing. Like it's, it's, it's not what it used to be. People go other places, but we go, we like it. Um, there's some, the great fish and chips place that we go to every time we're there. Anyway, we're driving in and there's banners and it says Blackpool is back. And I'm thinking it's not a bad slogan, right? Because during the pandemic, when people couldn't leave the country, Everybody said, well, where can we go? And then people said, oh, I know where we can go, where people used to go. We'll go to Blackpool. So Blackpool is back. Great, great marketing. The next banner, however, then said in the most Slatan Ibrahimovic way possible, you're welcome. <laughs> Jesus. are you not entertained not thank you no not blackpool is back welcome back right hey thank you for coming thank you for rediscovering us we are glad you're here nope it is you're welcome like whoo you got some confidence there Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and then the other one. Are you sure um, there wasn't? Are you sure there wasn't an apostrophe in there? Like you are welcome. Like you're welcome in black in Blackpool. Oh, now that you say that, here's the thing. That may be the case, but it's not nearly as funny. So I I reject <laughs> your premise. Fair. And this is going to live in my head forever. <laughs> Yes. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. Should we, should we talk, should we talk idiots? (laughs) More so than we have been. Sure. Why not? Um, do you see, uh, do you see John Gruden got, got, uh, well, he didn't get fired. He got the opportunity to resign. (laughs) Yes. (sighs) Yeah. I did. Um. So, um, hey, toddlers, we talked a lot about John Gruden. We may release it at some point. Let's just suffice or, to say. Or not. 
Yeah. Or not. <laughs> Suffice to say that John Gruden absolutely hands down wins idiot of the week, but there are a whole bunch of other people that are right up there close with him. John Gruden, everybody. There you go. Knock on wood if you're with me. You know what? I'm I'm glad that we've got editing's uh we've got editing sponsored this week because we're gonna need oh, it. God. Thanks, thanks, 3187. Oh. <clears throat> did you watch anything while you were on the plane? I did, actually on the plane. Um oh, okay. I I watched episode one of Apple TV Plus on Apple TV Plus. Not on Apple TV. On an iPad. And then on a phone, but anyway. Um on there's a, plane. a new on a plane. There you go. Uh, by the way, I downloaded it earlier. I didn't stream it on a plane. That would be probably every nope, what? Because yeah. oh, I'm God. streaming on a jet plane. Oh, God. That was terrible. That was I. But I only have myself to blame on that one. I just I feel bad. I, f- I feel bad for the toddlers and me. But I feel some responsibility for that one. Anyway, so Apple released. Uh, they have a new science fiction uh, show called Foundation based on the uh, Isaac Asimov uh, series of books. Supposedly, they are one of the, the I, I have not read them, the, the Foundation books are one of the bedrock science fiction classics that, that underpins all science fiction. Although people have also okay. said, yeah, but they've also said that it's inter- incredibly difficult to turn into a into a movie or TV series because while it's incredibly important and introduces a lot of ideas, it's sort of it doesn't have a lot of hmm, it's not plot and character developed. It's more, hey, here's some interesting ideas that could pan out in the future, I guess. So it's 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 more of a thought process of what something could be. And and so people haven't tackled it before, but Apple paid a lot of money a lot of money to get this. And, uh, so I watched episode one and part of episode two. Um, it, it is, it it is a big, big space drama. I'm not giving anything. It takes place over a thousand years. Um, you, you need to know. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a very big high concept thing. Um, what I will say is, um, I actually asked Lisa, I'm like, Hey, do you want to watch foundation? She goes, is that that science fiction show? I'm like, yeah. She goes, eh, you watched the first episode without me. Let me know what you think. Okay. So I watched it. Um, I, I need to watch a couple of other episodes. I think it's setting some stuff up. I think I'm start- it, it looks good. What I will tell you okay. is it, it looks like, I, I think I heard, I think I heard third hand that one of the directors that they used said that every two episodes of foundation they spend more money than most big blockbuster movies. And what I will tell you is it looks like it like this, this, like, okay, this looks like it. This is full on movie production, science fiction, Mandalorian level production. I would, I would say beyond that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, I know where the money went. Sometimes you hear about how much how much money a series gets, and you're like, "Huh, wonder where they spent all that money." This one, you're like, "Oh, I know where all the money went." So, anyway, I'm starting to watch it, just getting into it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, Foundation episode one, it set some stuff up. 
Uh, I will. I watch a few more episodes and let you know. Looks pretty interesting from a science fiction standpoint. Um, I, I, I kind of feel like, well, I was going to say it's kind of like got like a Game of Thrones uh, in space thing, but I don't think that. No, no, no. It's not that big and grandiose and probably 98% less incest. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. How about you? What are you watching? <laughs> so I'm I'm going to throw several things at you here all at once. Okay. We went and saw the new James Bond movie over the weekend. Yeah. How was that? It was fantastic. Yeah. It was. Have you seen it yet? No. no. Okay. Then I won't spoil anything as a long, long time James Bond fan. I've seen all the movies countless times. I've read all of the original Fleming books a couple of times. There are so many nods to previous. It's it's absolutely the send off for Daniel Craig that he deserves. And, you know, put a, this is the first time these five movies have been an arc and they have never done that before. It, it's great. It's really, really, really enjoyable. We went, Amy and I and Adam and Lucas, and they showed the Dune trailer. So A, okay, so we watched No Time to Die, James Bond. It's fantastic. In scene. Quick, quick question on that. Yes. Lisa, Lisa has commented. She said, maybe I need to go back and we need to watch the previous four in the Daniel Craig arc to understand where this one's going. Just watch Skyfall or Spectre. Just watch Spectre. You're good. You know what? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Skyfall and Spectre are the same movie. They just cut and paste a couple of things. So watch one of them. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Blofeld isn't in Skyfall. Blofeld's right, in Spectre. What what I'm saying is, but, yeah, but yeah, anyway, but, never mind. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, but you're right. Go watch. You don't even have to make it all the way through because I tried to watch it and we had to leave to go to the movie and I only made it about halfway through, but it was enough reminders of what's going on. So anyway, yes. Um, okay. I, mostly I needed to know if I had to watch Quantum of Solace again. No, no, okay. you do not need to put yourself through that. If you want to watch, this is a little early something that I learned that isn't something that I was going to say that I learned during the something I learned portion of this show. Casino Royale came out in 2006. Wow. Iron Man, Iron Man, and every subsequent Marvel movie came out in 2008 and afterwards in the span that Daniel Craig has done five count them five bond movies. We've had, I don't know how many hours and hours, 22 something MCU movies, MCU movies. Yes. And, and MCU adjacent movies, Deadpool and fantastic four stick and whatever. I don't know. Anyway, yes, all of this has happened since casino Royale in 2006. I learned that on um, Pop Culture Happy Hour. Shout out to PBS's Pop Culture Happy Hour there for what I learned there. Um, but during the previews, God, what a tangent this is. During the previews, they showed Dune. Have you seen the preview for Dune? Um, no, I've heard. I've heard it's out. That's it. I haven't. I haven't seen. I've actually I haven't even seen it. No. Okay, so. They show the preview for Dune and I lean over to Lucas. Do yourself a favor. 
don't go watch the first one. Don't just, <laughs> just do your, don't, don't even acknowledge that it exists. Do I need to go watch the other one to the, no. Do I want to read the book? No, really? Honestly, you don't even really want to do that either. We can ask your Uncle Todd if you want, but honestly, don't waste your time <laughs> with Sting or the fat guy or the worm or any of the rest of this stuff. Just don't. Just don't. Trust me. <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> For what Lucas is watching, Lucas is watching Squid Game. Are you watching Squid Game? No, I'm not. I, I hear we're one of the few people who aren't watching it for right oh, anyway. Yeah. Took and, the world by storm. Yeah. I'm, I'm not watching it either, but he's described it as, you know, it's kind of like hunger games where, you know, these people, you know, go and kill each other, I guess, sort of in order to pay off their debts or get out of jail or something. And I said, Oh, so it's like the running man. And he says, what? So this last week, Amy and I watched The Running Man. Did you know that it's set in 2017? <laughs> oh my goodness. We are old. Oh, yeah. That's Oh. I'm surprised nobody brought it. I'm surprised nobody brought that back as like a reality TV show actually in 2017. Um yeah, I did on one of my podcasts somebody was talking about Squid, squid game right i believe so yes and i don't know i haven't they watched it yeah they basically to to your they basically said it's like a depressing version of the hunger games and my thought was the depressing version <laughs> have have you seen those have movies you, <laughs> wow those those are the light carefree version of this genre <laughs> oh good lord <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, no. <laughs> mm. Yep. Wow. And it's incredibly popular on Netflix. Everybody's I like, hey, so. give me some of that. So, yeah. So, I kind of learned that. I learned a couple other things, and we watched several different things. I don't know. Did you learn anything, or do you want me to go first? Um. Yeah, go ahead. You, you go first. So, the thing that I learned this week, I read an article... Have you ever been asking you this, but okay. Um, have you ever been in a bar where the bartender grabs? Nope. Sorry. Wait, go ahead. <laughs> I know. Right. See, that's the whole point of this that I'm like, well, this is kind of worthless, but um, the bartender, I'm sure there are some listeners out there where the, you say, Hey, bartender, can I have a, you know, a beer, what kind, whatever kind of beer, a draft of whatever they grab the bar, they grab the glass and they push it onto this water squirting thing that washes the inside of the glass, kind of squirts a jet of water. You've seen this, right? When you've been. Yep. Okay. Yep. Why? Why did they do this? Uh, I just assume that's the, just to make sure that your glass is clean. <laughs> this is a bar. Who knows where that glass has been? <laughs> well, A, Yes, it is an important last step of service, but it's completely irrelevant if it isn't already clean. It The thing that it does is it coats the inside of the glass, cools it down, 
and it reduces the foam from when you're pouring a draft. Because hmm. a lot of places where they just grab a glass and they start the pour, then you end up with a with a ton of foam up at the top that they end up pouring off. And then they pour some more and then they pour off and then they pour some more and they pour off and they pour some more and they pour off until they finally, and there's a lot of wasted beer. And wasted time. Absolutely. But if you push the glass into the water and you, and you coat the inside of the glass already with water, cooling it down and providing a slick surface for the beer, there's less foam. So you get a cleaner pour and you're wasting less beer. So I, and I never exactly knew why that was the case or why they did that, but there you go. There are all kinds of, all kinds of reasons. Smoother, less foamy pour. Have you have you ever been to a place that uh, fills the uh, fills a beer glass like usually a plastic cup from the bottom? Have you seen? Yes, this? they do that at the iCubs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they do that it's at our really cool. The first time you're like, "What is going on?" Where they set they they set the beer down what? and the and then the beer comes from the bottom, and you're like, uh-huh. "I don't even understand how that works." <laughs> uh, turns out magnets. So um, anyway, there you go. I get, and I guess that by pumping it in the bottom, it keeps the foam down as well. Also, yes, that's right. Yep. So there you go. So yes, that's what I learned. How about you? Okay, I've been sitting on this one for six months, just waiting. Because the show notes say "surprise, Dwayne," <laughs> so I'm yep. excited. I, a little bit scared. I just have to say. Yep. Should be. Okay. Again, I found out about this like six or eight months ago and I was going to share it. And then I said, wait, I need to wait for a very particular date. I will get to that in just a second, but I do need to set this up. Dwayne, what is, if you think about, we've talked about 1980s and 1990s movies and how old we are, et cetera, et cetera. What is the quintessential 1980s movie that features old people. Cocoon. There you go, right? The Ron Howard flick from 1985. Yes. There you go. Thank you. Full okay. point to Dwayne. Okay. It's the first time ever. Go ahead. Who were the who were the old people in that movie? Off the top of uh, your well, head, who do you who could, who do you think of first? Wilford Brimley. Yes. Wilford Brimley is the first old person in the old person movie that comes to mind. Yes. yes. I mean, it, it, there's um, some other people in there as well, right? There's some other people in there. I think I want to say one of the guys that was one of the old guys in trading places. Um, yeah. Don Amici. Don Amici. Was Art Bellamy in this? Um, I don't think. Hugh Crone. Cronin. Oh, Hume, Hume. Hume Cronin. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's yeah. it wasn't it wasn't the guy that was Jackie Gleason's sidekick. Yes. Right. <laughs> Wait, what? Art Art Carney. Art Carney. Yes. Was Art Carney Wait. in this? No, I don't I don't believe so. No. no. Okay. 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 I'm thinking but, of old people, but Art Carney was not in this, but Hume I, Cronin was. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh shoot, there's a lady too. Um with a T. Help. Yep. Sorry. You know this because it's in front of you. Yes. Jessica Tandy. Jessica Tandy. Tandy with a yes. T. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. And? But 
Yeah. But you you answered this correctly, right? So when I again, I'm just setting this up. I said 80s movie featuring old people. You immediately knew Cocoon. And then I said, who played the old people? And your first thing that popped into mind, you didn't even have to search for was Tom Hanks. Nope. Sorry. Different. That's a different episode. You. <laughs> no, no, no. It you was said, George Clooney. It was George Clooney, yeah, but okay. That's who yes. that was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was you thinking said it was Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, see, it, it happens all the time. Okay, you said <laughs> Wilford Brimley. I did. Wilford Diabetes. Brimley. When, when Cocoon was released on June 21st, 1985, when that was released, Wilford Brimley was 18,530 days old, which is 50 years old, nine months, and six days. Is that how there, old I am today? There is a website, brimleyline.date. You put in your birth date, and it will then calculate for you the day that you cross the Brimley line, which says that you on this date are as old as Wilford Brimley was when Cocoon was released. You crossed that line yesterday on October 12th. <laughs> Congratulations. You're now older than Wilford Brimley was when Cocoon was released. Now, here's the thing. I did know that he was abnormally young to be playing an old person. I did not know about the Brimley line. That's a fantastic piece of information. And you know what? You're welcome. The music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It is available on Incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. You can get Talking to Todd on Overcast or Apple Podcast or Spotify, Podbean, anywhere you get your pods. Just search Talking and the number two. There's no G, no space. We have a page on Facebook, so tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail at also CPA. That's 515-257-6272 for those of you who still talk on a phone. Support for the editing of this podcast was brought to you by toddlers number 3187 and number 17 and the letter G. <laughs> I don't know if Sesame Street reference there or something. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. And the website, as always, is TalkingToTodd.com. Thanks to our listeners, especially the new ones, especially Riley, if you made it this long. Wow, you go do your homework. You're avoiding homework right now by listening to us. I know you are. So go do your homework. Hi, Riley. Tell your friends. Send us your feedback at feedback at TalkingToTodd.com, even though no one does that. Todd?
According to the source of all truth and knowledge, Wilford Brimley was only 49 when he was cast as a senior citizen and turned 50 during filming. He was as much as 26 years younger than the actors playing the other elderly characters. In order to look the part, Brimley bleached his hair and mustache to turn them gray and had wrinkles and liver spots drawn on his face. You know, we could just get an older actor. You know what? You know, you know nobody does old acting like I'm Wilford Brimley. <laughs> diabetes <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah if you have unique stories about young actors playing old we'd love to talk about them right here on talking to todd <laughs> So earlier in the show, you referenced Red Green. Yep. I don't know if it's going to stay in or not, but between now and the next time we tape, my wife and I will celebrate our 25th wedding anniversary. So for my wife, I'll be coming straight home after the podcast. <laughs> I, I was just going to go with, I'm a man, but I can change <laughs> if I have to. I guess. I guess. <laughs> Keep your stick on the ice. <laughs>